Hi, this is Dana Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling, where we explore the lives of people who have been called to various types of ministries in their churches and in their communities. Today, we're here with Jack Ray, chairman of the board of the Bank of Putnam County. Introducing you to local church and community leaders, The Calling. Thank you for being here today, Jack. I'm happy to be here. I look forward to it. Tell us a little bit about Jack Ray. Where did you grow up? Well, I was born in Monterey, Tennessee, and I actually over where my desk is now, and uh, I, that's the only place I've lived. I moved across the alley to my grandfather's home, which is in front of our church. Oh, wow. And that's about it. It's about, okay. <laughs> except for a little schooling in the Army. So you're, you're a homeboy. Very much so. Yeah. Where did you go to school? Well, I went to a grammar school in Monterey and high school at Culver Military Academy in Indiana and college and graduate school at University of Virginia in Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. What were your degrees in, in Well, school? I had a business degree in law school, a law school degree. At, I think they're LLDs and a business degree in commerce at uh, UVA. Okay. And you mentioned being in the Army. When were you in the Army? I went in the Army in 57 and stayed till uh, 59 and uh, served uh, I served my time in Greenland. Oh, wow. And Greenland is misnamed. A lot of people know it. A lot of people don't know. It was supposed to be Iceland, and they got the names turned around, and they named Iceland Greenland and Greenland Iceland. But uh, uh, Greenland is, the, is closer to the North Pole. Actually, I was stationed about 200 miles from the pole. Oh, wow. And it, the weather was, well, the weather was either dark or, or bright. It was dark all the time, or when the sun came up, it would be sun for two or three months. And I was able to see both of those. It's quite astonishing to wake up at midnight and the sun be high noon. You have to adjust to it or you won't, you won't sleep or anything else. It takes a little time to make the turn. I bet so. Did you ever get homesick being in the Army? Oh, Lord. From day one, I'd just been married a week when I, <laughs> when I went up. They, well, you didn't have this communication like you have now. You had uh, what they called a, a ham radio operator. Yes. And I worked on a pier. And uh, we kept a manifest for the ships we were unloading and but you could get a, a a radio message to the pier, and the ham operator called and had my wife present and my Aunt Sally Maud. And they called me and told me to come into the shack. And I went in and was talking with them. What I didn't know is they'd turn the microphone on out on the pier. Oh. And every, everybody working had just stopped and listened to my conversation. And when I walked out the door, they were all cheering. <laughs> And I, if I could have, I'd have fired my captain, but I didn't have that. I didn't have that ability or capacity. But they all thought it was funny, except for me. I it, bet. Yeah, it was. It was entertaining. Also, to say the least. So, were there some sweet nothings mentioned in that conversation? <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Soldiers. Like I say, we just been married a week when I had to leave. <laughs> it, everybody got a kick out of that. I bet they did. I would love to have heard those stories from oh, those soldiers. Lord. It, it was. It was. It was. It was. It was experience. And you were there for two years, did you say? I wasn't in Greenland for two years. Your max stay was a year, 
and we were supposed to stay for th- uh, three months, and we ended up having to stay for six. It was it was quite unusual. Quite a few people we had to fly home for mental problems. It it affects mm-hmm. you. It's hard to see. You just you couldn't. I mean, it was just flat, and when the wind blew, it was so cold because there was nothing to block the wind. And it was, but it was interesting. It was interesting. I bet it, so. They had the Eskimos were there. They wouldn't let us mix with the Eskimos, mostly because of disease. Uh, they were uh, they they didn't have any germs. Okay. And they didn't wouldn't they let them go to the PX, but we'd have to clear out, and the street would be clear wherever they come went to PX. They wouldn't run into any of us, and oh. uh, they 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 are almost germ free. Wow. It's interesting. Yeah. So after that time, you came back to Monterey, to Putnam County? No. I left there, came back to law school, went back to law school. Okay. I lived in Virginia about 10 years. Oh, okay. I actually, I was in the Army in Virginia. Okay. And uh, so I was there from right at 10 years. I'm Dana Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling. I'm Dana Hornby, and we're back with The Calling. Today, our guest is Jack Ray, chairman of the board of the Bank of Putnam County. Jack, you've told us about your various life experiences, and I'm interested specifically about your childhood in Monterey. Did you have a best friend or a group of best friends? Well, I think it would be best to say we had a group, and uh, Monterey was a small town. There was a contingency on Main Street that ran between... Like the the golfs lived in the drugstore, we lived up above the ten cent store, and they were and then the railroad crews lived behind the drugstore on the railroad track, and those kids we all played together because we were all right there, yeah. and uh, it, it, that we were kind of a group ourselves until we started a school, oh. then we kind of got more with your school class your age group, but. That age group, we had the hotel was there, and there were several kids that lived in the hotel. And I guess there were 25 or 30 of us that grew up on the main street. And okay. It was, uh, it, it was interesting. It was a big mix. I, in our group, I was a, really the youngest, I think the youngest, and the oldest would have been Francis Eldridge's husband. Oh. Uh, yeah, he, he would have been the oldest, I think, in our group. His daddy was a railroader also. And, and what was his name, do you remember? Uh, 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 Red Eldridge. Red Eldridge, yeah. okay. And uh, his father was Stolbert. And uh, the life in Monterey went around the coal mines and the railroad. Okay. And, uh, these kids were either worked for the railroad, they were on the maintenance crew, or they, were on, they had a, we had a, a uh, roundhouse, I guess you call it, where trains could turn around, yeah. which was not, for a town that small, was very unusual. And the reason for it was they'd have to send extra engines out to go down to Buffalo Valley and uh, bring cars up the mountain, and if, especially if the weather was bad. Oh, and wow. So, but, uh, to have, which caused extra crews to be in Monterey. It was it was main source of living. If you had a barrel job, you were head of the game. Okay. It was a big deal. Okay. Do you have a specific memory from childhood or one vivid memory of childhood that sticks out to you? Well, I... I had several. I had several. Main Street on Saturday night was one. Main Street on Saturday night. Uh, the places served beer and they were open all night because of the railroad. Yes. The hotel was open all night. The cafe was open and the trains would come and go. 
and uh, the, the, the activities for and on Saturday all the farmers came to town and they parked their wagons at the water tank and at our house and they put their lunches out on the yard. We had a refrigerator, which was kind of a big deal at the time. And they'd bring their stuff, butters and stuff, and put it in the refrigerator so it wouldn't melt during the day. And you used our refrigerator, just come in out of the kitchen like they owned the place, which they did. We were welcome to have them. And uh, it was just a big day. I and love it. That's great. They'd give mother eggs or whatever, you know. And so Monterey was the nightlife. Well, nightlife was pretty strong because of the beer. Right. Yeah. And they had the cafe. Bill and I could actually go after we moved over to my grandfather's house. We were on the room in the front, and we could actually slip out on the porch or the roof and see them fighting behind the Monterey Cafe. Oh, my And heavens. that was not an unusual occurrence. And there was a fellow there that owned it that kind uh, of bore with a big auger. And he'd go on a little while when he was tired of it. He'd come out there. And he'd break it up in short order. <laughs> it'd wow. just go back like it never happened. It, just, it sounds it like was, Monterey was Vegas before Vegas was Vegas. Well, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We we had a actually there was a business below our apartment that had a bar, and it was separated with a big piece of leather, and the front end was a business, and that leather pulled back, and you go back. There was a bar behind it. And I've got in my basement one of the glasses that they served at a quarter shot and a 50-cent shot. Oh. And they actually advertised. And I've got one of those cards with the glass framed. I think it's a 50-cent shot. Oh, wow. But uh, you could go in through the front business or you could go around behind our apartment back and do it in the back. They had a door back there. But in the front, you had to go in the business and pull a leather thing back and go around it. But it was... It was quite the place, too. It, <laughs> it sounds like it. Something going there constantly. And we used to have Indian shows. That okay. was the biggest thing going in town. They'd bring an Indian field to town, and they'd have the spear guns or whatever you call them. And that would, uh, they'd put on a show and sell their, their goods. And it was something that's always a big time. Oh, wow. Yeah. After a short break, more conversation with Jack Ray on The Calling. I'm Dena Hornby, and we're back with The Calling. Today, our guest is Jack Ray, chairman of the board of Putnam County. Jack, you've shared with us several interesting stories, very colorful stories about growing up in Putnam County and Monterey specifically. It's interesting to me that you grew up in a family that was beginning a bank, and that has become, it seems to me, not just your life's work, but almost your passion and your mission. What was it like growing up in a banking family? Well, my family at that time, they really weren't bankers. My grandfather and my great-grandfather had just moved to town in 1980. They had no bank, and they decided to start the bank because of the service, and the bank was always dedicated to the Monterey people, trying to serve the people, because you'd have to go 20, 30 miles for a bank, and that, in those days, was a, was a pretty hard task, and uh, that's the reason the bank was open. They were farmers from Dry Hollow, okay. and uh, most of our family kind of split up, and the, our family came to Monterey, 
and the rest went to Livingston or to Overton County. But uh, we were in the lumber business, the coal business, but the bank was just kind of a, it was more or less a, uh, you know, a satellite deal that uh, nobody, I didn't really, my father was there and worked, my grandfather was there and worked, but they worked full time. They had other uh, other activities. And actually, you you the income on the bank was very very minute. Okay, it didn't it wasn't enough for families to live out of. It was uh, just it more like like Western Union Station. You, you had the service. I know we had one lady came in uh, had bought a. I'm trying to think the car Mormon I think it was, and the fellow came brought her from Nashville, and came back and she says go in there Uncle Billy will cash that check. Well, he didn't want to turn her loose with the car, and he came in and brought the check, had it to my grandfather. He says, son, that check's good, but do you think we keep that kind of money around here? <laughs> says, you'll have to take that check back to Nashville and deposit it, and we'll pay it when it comes, but we won't, We don't have that much <laughs> cash here to give you. Yeah. <laughs> you leave the car, you do whatever you want with the car. We can't give you the cash. We don't have it. Yeah. So, so it really began as a service. Yeah, it was. For the folks. Sure. I came back, and I worked there in the summers with no intention of, of being in the bank. I started, I guess, when I was, well, it was before I went to high school, right after I went to high school. Some, I'm not exactly sure, but uh, I, I started what I did. There were four of us working in, in the front. And then they had, we had a bookkeeper, and then Dad was in and out. And that that was about it. And but I got the experience, got into it, and kind of knew how to do the windows. Well, actually, I've had every job in in the bank, and there's not a one left I could do. There's so much. <laughs> well, that's really true. There's so much change and difference that uh, I, I I can't do them. But, but I know what they do, and I know what they're supposed to do, and mm-hmm. I, I've gotten kind of accustomed to that. I grew up with that. But when I came back, I, did, I had, after getting a law degree, I was going to practice law. And a fellow, my first cousin that was running the bank at the time, got killed in a car wreck. And we either had to sell the bank or do something. And I said, well, I'll, I'll just go ahead and do that till we can get somebody to run it. Well, I got into it and started working with it. And, uh, Dad decided to build a new building, and that was we moved into that in about 1965. And I got, well, I got into it more, and it, it just kind of became a challenge, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed the work mm-hmm. and the people. Uh, it's a people business, and I enjoyed that. And we started doing, well, we started really doing pretty good, and uh, we doubled our size Seemed like we did that about two or three years in a row, and then after you get to a certain spot, you're not going to be able to do that anymore. Right. But uh, I, I, we, we got it going, and I kind of got into the game and thought I'd just make a run with it to see that what so, see what we could do. Right. And we got some very good breaks, excellent customers. Uh, without our customer base, we'd have never gotten anywhere. They 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 they. they, they I've gotten more new accounts from my customers than we'd ever possibly get on our own. Yeah. What I have noticed about you specifically is that it seems like um, your ministry is the person. 
your calling is that that person that walks in the whole person and and the banking is one specific part of it but but what i know is that you care a lot about the people that come in to your bank well i think i we, this is supposed to be i guess kind of a church oriented program and uh, that that's good because i think i've taught our Sunday school class now is a little elderly and uh of course, I'm before the youngest one in there. But we, we were told the other day how much easier it is to like someone than to dislike them. Mm. And that's kind of the way it, in the community. It, there's all kinds of people in that little town that you just can't help but love. Mm-hmm. And you're going to enjoy them so much more. It, it's so much easier to love them and do with them and, and be a part of them than it is to, to fuss and fight. And that's where the the glory or the glory of the joy enjoyment comes from is your is your base and your friends and without that, but I have like some of my high school and college friends come to Monterey won't know why I'm living in Monterey. My answer to them is always the same. I said, well, "Where are we?" They said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Where where where are we now?" Well, we're in Monterey. There you go. I said, we're not in your town. Where are you from, Indianapolis? We're not in Indianapolis. We're not from Raleigh. You're from Raleigh. You're not from Raleigh. We're here in Monterey having a big time. And they'll all start laughing and say, yeah, you're right. That's what, that's what getting out of here, going to Crawford, going to Wild, hanging live, wherever, and meeting the people and just having a good time. I'm Dana Hornby, and you're listening to The Calling. I'm Dana Hornby, and we're back with The Calling. Today, we're talking with Jack Ray, chairman of the board of the Bank of Putnam County. Jack, when life gets hard and your day is too full, you have important decisions to make, how does your faith come into play? Well, my faith is awfully easy to explain. It's more or less the golden rule. It's uh, you do unto others as you have them do to yourself. And just consider what their request is and how important it is to them, and you'll find time. Jack, if there's a piece of advice you could give to young people, the next generation coming up, what words of hope or wisdom could you offer to them? Well, I I wish I could quote the scripture. I can't. But when you have a job, do it to your absolute best. Dedicate yourself to it and make that part of your life. And it, it's a, there's a scripture. In fact, I read it the other day, but I'm not sure they know what it is. But it says, "Do your job and do it well." Is what it says. Mm. And uh, I think that's true in your church. I think it's true in your town. And I don't just mean the bank, but I mean it's your family. It, 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 just give it your all, and uh, if you give it your all, you're going to come out all right. Thank you, Jack, for sharing your story today on the calling. Enjoyed it. Thank you very much.